I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. In the studio with me are guests from Bootless Stageworks, Roseanne Delaversano and Jim First. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Thank you. It's great having you with us. First timers on the show. And I'm so glad we finally were able to get you on here. <laughs> yes. It, so uh, are we. You've been doing some really exciting work and uh, have some exciting work coming up. So let's, uh, for our listeners' sake, let's hear a little bit about Bootless Stageworks, uh, how you came to be and uh, your mission and, and what you've been doing, and then we can look Look at uh, some upcoming programming. Well, Bootless has grown from a very small collective of friends who started at the Arden Club. And the Arden Club, years and years and years ago, used to have a guild, the Players Guild, and it went defunct. And Jim and I were both doing Gilbert and Sullivan Guild there. And at the time, the president, Aaron Hamburger, kept saying, we want to resurrect the Players Guild. And kept looking at us. And I kept going, no way, I don't have time for that. And, and she, so, you know, kept bugging and bugging. So finally, we had a bunch of friends who were doing some different things. A lot of them came from either St. Mark's, where I went to school, or from E52 and University of Delaware, things like that. So they all had theater backgrounds. And we said, okay, we're crazy enough. Let's do it. So we started as a guild at Arden Club. And we went back with building the one-act play festival, which they used to do as the Players Club and things of that sort. But we wanted a little bit more than just the one show a season kind of feel. And Arden is very busy. So we became a guild. We tried to work within the framework of the scheduling of Guild Hall, and it just could not happen. It just wasn't able to be more than maybe one or two shows a year. We wanted more. We wanted to build a little bit more. And then when we sat down and said, this is what we want Bootless to be, because at the time we were Arden Club Theater, the mission kind of changed as well. And, you know, your mission doesn't fit your umbrella organization. That always starts a little bit of a, hmm, what do we do now? So we decided... We're going to go it on our own. And so Bootless became homeless, mm-hmm. a gypsy troop, basically. <laughs> we renamed ourselves Bootless Artworks at the time. And we thought we had a home, but, you know, that it's always hard <laughs> to try to find a theater space. So from that, we grew. And we've actually changed our name a few years ago to Bootless Stageworks because we had a wonderful board member who is a Wharton business professor, PhD and all. And he says, listening, guys, I don't know who, who you are. I don't know that you're a, that you do theater artworks, doesn't. So we've taken the guidance from a lot of different people to get to where we are. And we streamlined our mission, vision and value. And now we are a contemporary theater company for emerging artists. We really stress that whether you're an emerging playwright or an emerging actor, musician, things of that sort. That's where we're going. And we keep it contemporary. So it was the mission now is very far from what we used to be. But through that journey and growing, we have found so much. And we have found that we're fulfilling a niche in this area specifically that others don't really fill because we're not doing those marquee value shows. We're doing shows that you probably have not heard of, but we're slowly building that base where people are actually coming and saying, hey, if Bootless is doing it, it's going to be interesting and I've got to say it. 
So that was a great success story in that in itself. So we're very happy with where we are right now. <laughs> and we're talking about, you know, the emerging artist. We're also talking about, like Roseanne mentioned, the playwrights. And, you know, we've had such an amazing opportunity, especially over just the past few seasons, to start embracing new works. Uh, works that, you know, might just be in their workshopping phases in other parts of the country. And, you know, with Roseanne's wonderful surfing abilities, she finds these quirky <laughs> little shows and contacts the uh, author and the composer, if it's a musical, and and say, hey, listen, you know, we would be very interested. Now, there's even been opportunities where the playwrights and the composers have contacted us because they've seen our track record of shows that we've done. Uh, for instance, the one that we did last summer, the Texas Chainsaw Musical, um, they saw that we had done Evil Dead the musical three different times and they said you guys would be the ones to do this would you be willing to work with us on this project and we completely took the project and with our actors with our musical staff we were able to take the existing script and score that they had and work it the way that they didn't even have thoughts that where it could go and so it really gave us a, a wonderful creative opportunity uh, to work with a brand new piece and introduce it to the East Coast because these guys were, were from both California and uh, Georgia, was it? Georgia yeah. is right, but it only played in mm. California and Cleveland. In Cleveland, <laughs> yes. Cleveland, big time. <laughs> so that's been really exciting. And, and that, that has been happening more and more, um, you know, to find new pieces and, and uh, you know, get the actors on board. We just had a comment the other day from one of our veteran actors who's going to be in our upcoming production of Not the Messiah. He said it's been a while since he actually had to work on a role that he hadn't already done before. And he said, honestly, the last time was about two and a half years ago when he did 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee with us. He said, other than that, it's always been shows that he does and, you know, that he knows already. So it's only been with Bootless that he's had the opportunity to test his chops mm -hmm. and, and try some new roles and create new roles. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's very exciting for us as we move forward. I'd, li I'd like to pursue that a little further, and, and that is the nature of your programming. How does that impact the uh, the kinds of actors that are drawn to to your auditions and you know to the opportunities that you provide? It does give us a very different pool of actors that will come to us, and most of them are actors who are. And again, just on the cusp of maybe getting their equity card and things of that sort. Not that we give equity points, but we've lost a few because after they've done a show with us, they've actually gone up to Philly and maybe done one or two, gotten enough points. And next thing you know, they have their card. Mm -hmm. So they come to us. And I think the best way of describing it is they come so energized with ideas and the creativity that flows through them that they seek us out. We, we really have become very lucky in the fact of we have actors now coming up to us and saying, I have to work with you guys. I've heard so much about you from my friend so-and-so who did the show with you. Or they'll come and see a show. I can't tell you how many times I do. I have a show and you're out in the audience afterwards and I have actors handing me resumes going, mm -hmm. oh, here's my resume. And, and that's great. I love seeing that. I I treat all of my my babies as I call them. You know, um, A lot of them are in their 20s and things of that sort. So I, I'm like mom to them and to watch them just bloom is absolutely fascinating. Uh, we attend the annual auditions in Philly 
I, you know, basically will go to other theater companies in the tri-state area and see shows. And if I see something on stage that strikes me that I think you may work for something we're going to do, you'll get an email from me. I'll Facebook you or things like I track you down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now we have over 300 headshots and resumes on file from people all over the place. Um, it was quite interesting when we did Jerry Springer, the opera, we actually had some of the cast members who sang it in New England and at Carnegie Hall contact us because they wanted mm. to do it with us. Mm. <laughs> and it was just really like, I can't afford you. I, yeah. We pay our actors, but not that much. Right, right. <laughs> I, I was going to ask, can you speak to the geographic range that you draw from and, and how do you reach out to those actors? Technology is great. Email is wonderful. Um, again, I track people down. They call me the hound dog at times. We have people coming up, especially for Not the Messiah and Jerry Springer. We have an opera singer, Kim Christie, who comes from Baltimore. We have another opera singer, um, Mike Popovsky, coming in from Lancaster. We are doing Venus and Fur in March, and this actually will be our first equity contract. We have an equity, we have two New York actors coming in to do those roles. So we really are widening the range as to how far we can get actors to come in. We're just now playing with the whole housing and transportation issues and things of that sort. Uh, we belong to the um, network of ensemble theaters. And through some of their grants, we're hoping to get money to actually bring in the co-creators and the composer for Musical of the Living Dead, which is our bloody stage this year. And they will be coming in from Chicago and staying with us and training us how to do their show and, you know, the little technical things that they did for it and things like that. Now we're out in Chicago. The creators of uh, Texas Chainsaw came in from California one week and from Georgia the other week. So, you know, it's we're we're really reaching out. We've actually done work with a playwright, Robin Fulford, years ago, and he's in Canada. So uh, the web of networking has really been what's what's been to our benefit. Um, You know, you want to go even further. uh, Simon Chan. uh, Simon Chan is a composer and lyricist from Australia, uh, from Queensland. And uh, we found his work online when we uh, approached him about his Velveteen Rabbit musical. And this was uh, two seasons ago. And, uh, you know, we actually worked with. Simon via email, via Skype, via via video text and things like that. And it was just awesome because he actually came back we when we finished the production and he had gotten done working with our actors over the over the web. Um, he actually did a curtain speech for us since we were doing it for children. So the kids in the audience actually had a chance to see the composer and he actually spoke to the audience before the show started. And we did a video for that. Um, but he when we sent him the video, he said, you guys are bootless as a hit over here in Australia. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. I mean, you know, that, that that can be a little tongue in cheek at first, but that's that's a really cool concept for a group that's only going on about 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, that we've actually gone over the ocean with technology. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a very cool concept. We've taken mm-hmm. video clips uh, from YouTube. I've, I've found things on YouTube to use for projections in some of our shows. Oh. Passing Strange <laughs> was the one. There was this great little artistic thing and I wanted to use and 
Jim contacted the gentleman. I forget where he was. Um, he was near Frankfurt, uh, Germany. Germany. Um, and he, mm-hmm. he, you know, we it was just something on YouTube. You know, it was this amazing 3D animation that he did. And I contacted him. I said, you know, what the heck? Let's try. <laughs> so I contacted him and I said, we love your artwork. Would it be possible for us to work out some kind of an arrangement so that we could use it in our production? He wrote us an entire love letter, if you will, saying, I just think this is amazing that me in this little village in Germany is having his work produced by a group in Wilmington, Delaware, USA. He said, what a small world it is, you know, and we actually included that in our curtain speech to let the audience know that, you know, their art is everywhere. (laughs) And if if you dig a little bit. You know, the, the right people come come to the front and, and really will step up to be a part of your productions mm. and your family. Well, I, w- I want to take a look now at, at some of your upcoming programming. Mm-hmm. But first, remind our listeners that you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guests in the studio today are from Bootla Stageworks, Roseanne Della Versano and Jim First. Um, Really exciting past. Jim, you mentioned you've been around for about 10 years now, Mm -hmm. and uh, I know you've been moving around in different venues and performing (laughs) in some rather non-traditional spaces. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, But I think your next uh, production is Not the Messiah. Is that correct? That's coming up real soon, and that will be at Opera Delaware Studios? No, no? we are doing this at Downs Cultural Center. Oh, okay. Um, Debbie Coates has been wonderful. I just happened upon looking through a couple places. I can't remember where I was looking at different venues. And I said, oh, these guys have an auditorium. Mm-hmm. And then we have a former player musician that was with First State, uh, First State Symphonic, okay. yes. Okay. And he said, oh, yes, we play there. And then I found out the Brandywiner's Chorale and right. things like that. So contacted Debbie and she says, oh, we'd love to have you. Yes, yes, yes. So for that two-night-only gig, that's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. And... Again, it's one of those times where a nonprofit gets to work with another nonprofit, and I liked that a lot. That right. was very, imp- you know, very important to me. So, with Not the Messiah, we actually have put together a chorus of twenty, and they're singers from Newark Chorale, different theater companies, Bootless alumni. There are musicians. There's uh, we have musicians. Yeah, we have twenty four orchestra members. Uh, all ranging from uh, Newark Symphony, uh, University of Delaware, uh, either bachelor students, master's students, um, uh, different symphony uh, members like that, First Day Symphonic, uh, Chesapeake Brass. Chesapeake Brass. Yeah, we, we've got uh, a whole bunch great. of people coming yeah. together on this. And everybody is always like, why not the Messiah? And I think, why not? I yeah. mean, Monty yeah. Python, that's just great. And you're not going to get, everybody will do spam a lot because mm-hmm. that's the musical they know. Again, in true bootless tradition, try to find those pieces of work that you'll kind of know maybe one or two people. So here you hear Eric Idle. You may not know John Dupree's as much, but mm-hmm. you'll know Eric. And it's Monty Python's movie, Life of Brian. Mm. is what this is based on. So you have all these lovely little songs that Eric has written. We love sheep. I want to be a girl. What have the Romans ever done for us? And we have the finale of the audience sing-along, Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is a local premiere, isn't it? No. Yes. It, has, it yes. hasn't played in the area before. Right? No. We actually just found out the other day that um, it was slated to be at the Man Music Center. I think it was about three years ago. When Monty Python, you know, in the Flying Circus was actually right. coming to Philly right. to do the Oratorio, Life of uh, um, you know, um, 
uh, not the Messiah, and it, it ended up not happening. So it, it was, it, there was actually a few musicians that were like, we really wanted to see that. We're excited that you guys are doing it. We have so. a special mm-hmm. guest. We're not going to yes. say who it is, <laughs> but we have a special guest appearing at ours who was slated to appear and and perform at the man. So, Oh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, be- before I forget, and we still yeah. have some time to talk, but uh, before I forget to ask you this, uh, how can uh, our listeners find out more about Bootless Stageworks and, and this upcoming production as well as future productions? The best way, again, we embrace technology, so it's a website, and that's www.bootless.com. .org. That's our main website page. On there, it has the entire season. You click on which show you're looking for, and we use brown paper tickets as our ticket vendor. So you have a link to brown paper ticket, and you purchase your tickets. And it's very simple, you know, printed home. You, you don't have to worry about tickets being mailed to you or anything like that. We use brown paper because it is. There's not a big service fee. I know mm-hmm. that if you're going to a Philly show and you know you're looking at a lot of service fee on the tickets, very low. The best thing I tell people too is if you go to the bottom of our web page, you can sign up to get our email, and we give you a discount code for tickets all the time. Every show, even not the Messiah, even though it's our fundraiser, there's a loyalty discount code that will take ten dollars off your ticket. Hmm. So, you know, it's we're not making it impossible for you to afford great live theater events. You just got to sign up for the email. But it also gets you in because we do interviews with mm-hmm. our actors. We give you behind the scenes looks, you know, things of that sort through our e-blast. So that's really the best way of finding us. You can call our box office. <laughs> so that's bootless.org. Yes. Correct. Uh, I'm curious, since that's the name of the website, where did you come up with bootless artworks and then bootless stage works? I mean, stage works, I understand. Where where does the bootless come from for our listeners? Bootless. Oh, yes. We get that. <laughs> the founders of bootless, we're um, very funny, tongue-in-cheek kind of folk. And most of us had done Shakespeare. So we're sitting around trying to figure up names, and we're, we've got a list of names, and we're looking through some of the words, and of course, you start in the beginning of the dictionary, you just kind of go through. And I found the word bootless, and I kind of giggled because it meant profitless. We, again, with our little tongue-in-cheek went, yeah, we don't make a profit, we're poor, we don't have anything. So that's that's what we chose. We thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. We were like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. And then even our logo has a lot of the founders in it and the fact of it's a dog chewing on a leather boot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we did that. It's a combination of all of, our, all of us own dogs. Yeah, it's a so. freakish mutant of all of our dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was that. It was like, okay, we can only afford a dog to perform <laughs> with one shoe because we're bootless. <laughs> Well, fascinating. Let's let's delve into not the Messiah. You, uh, you mentioned Roseanne how it's it's really a sort of a a, a project in pulling people together from a number of uh, you know different organizations. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the dynamics of that and the challenge and and the reward of of you know creating a production like that. This um, I to me it was exciting. Uh, you know, I was actually just having a conversation with our accompanist as I was driving him home after last Sunday's rehearsal. We only scheduled uh, three chorus rehearsals, uh, two of which had soloists involved, and then one orchestra rehearsal by themselves, and then the dress rehearsal. 
pretty ambitious, uh, especially for a piece that most people did not know, even though they knew, you know, Monty Python, they may have been familiar with a handful of the songs, but mm-hmm. to get a score of music that they did not know, and also for an ensemble that necessarily hadn't worked together, um, it was ambitious, but we have the right leadership and we have the right people. I, I, I kept telling the accompanist, as I said, when you put the right people in, it's not difficult, you know, because everybody's there for the right purpose and everybody was doing their homework and coming back and preparing and it was lovely. So we didn't take up everybody's time. That's one thing we've always prided ourselves on is that we're able to produce a, a highly professional product with a professional amount of rehearsals. We're not going to waste your time for about three months, you know, of your life, you know, to rehearse three nights a week. Uh, you know, Roseanne People does are too am- busy. People, People are, are just too busy. Mm-hmm. They want to be involved in things, but you have to be able to work within their schedule. We all have jobs. We all have lives at home and kids and, and soccer and all those well, things. Especially when you're working with musicians and actors. The last thing we want is to prevent one of our artists an opportunity to perform in something else. I can't tell you how many times we've had to bend over and accept that, you know what, we've got you for these rehearsals. We we can't have you for these. We're going to work with it. We'll do it, you know. And when the actor or the artist or the musician knows that up front, they bring such a higher quality of preparation to to the table. And that's what's kept us moving. That's what's mm-hmm. that's what's allowed us and enabled us to do projects like Not the Messiah. You know, when we when Roseanne first came to the board with this the last time, you know, uh, you know, I want to do this. We looked at it and saw that it was a four orchestra, full chorus. Saw mm-hmm. it, how are you mm-hmm. going to do it? Mm-hmm. You know what? We've got the people. And mm-hmm. you know, for the amount of time that we've been around, now we're really collecting. To to look out at the chorus the other day, I smiled and I said, "It's it's such a lovely." thing for for me as one of the co-founders to see so many of our bootless friends that have been with us over these years and actually come together to perform this piece. Well, we're we're coming to the end of our time now. So I I just want to remind our listeners to check out bootless.org mm-hmm. uh for the upcoming production of Not the Messiah and the rest of Bootless Stage Stageworks uh upcoming season. Roseanne and Jim, it really has been a pleasure having the two of you with us Thank you. Uh, to hear about the really creative, inventive, uh exciting programming that Bootless Stageworks is doing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you.